Hi everyone, this is JP Thompson from Salonis, and this is what happens when machine meets world. Live from Infinia ML, this is Machine Meets World. And now, here is your host, James Kotecki. Hey, JP Thompson. Nice to have you on Machine Meets World. Thanks for coming onto the show. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to talk to you about today, blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited I can't even get my words out. I'm so excited to talk to you today about process mining and all the things Salonis is doing. I believe recently, by the way, uh, and we'll get into what Salonis does, but uh, the, the recent news was I think you were you did a billion-dollar Series D. Is that right? That's correct. That's correct, yeah. And for the listeners and the viewers, that wasn't that you were valued at a billion dollars after a Series D. It was that you literally raised $1 billion in the Series D for a much larger valuation. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was an 11 billion valuation. I mean, essentially, it's, it's, it's to, to further fuel uh, the growth and the journey that we've been on so far, right? I mean, um, think about where we're at today. Um, we've grown to about 2,000 employees across 16 offices worldwide with a customer base of around 2,000 uh, plus um, um, organizations, right? So uh, for us, it's really uh, continue down that pace, you know, uh, capture the opportunity that we have and, you know, very exciting things to come. So tell me about why, tell me about why the company started. What does the company actually do? How do you explain it to people that have never encountered Solonis before? So, you know, it's a very good question. I mean, in a, in a nutshell, I would say Solonis helps organizations to execute on their data, right? And so um, at its core, we do that with the technology, which you call it process mining, right? Um, and think of that as an X-ray to your organization's business processes. Right? It, it helps you sort of turn on the lights and understand everything that's going on in your organization. And then that core, that process mining core, is what powers what we call execution management, an execution management system. So think of that system as the doctor that can then interpret those X-rays, right? It can tell you, uh, you know, has the knowledge and can tell you you know, what you should do in order to improve and to get, you know, to get healthier at the end of the day. So just to make sure we're on the same page, let's get a simple definition of what a process might be. Is it literally like there's a guy at a computer and he clicks these buttons every day in a certain order to get a certain result. And, and that's a process that we need to understand. Yeah. Now, I mean, let's take um, the order to cash process as an example. And it's one that is very commonly analyzed by, by our customers. And think of that in, you know, a customer order coming in, right? And from the moment sort of it hits, it hits your business system, there's gonna be someone working on that order, right? Um, there's going to be then a sort of a, a picking, a packing, um, a shipping of, of, of products, right? That, that relate to that order. Uh, and then there's also going to be uh, invoicing related to that order, right? I mean, you, you need to collect cash from your customers for, for the services or the products that you provide, right? And so up to that point where customers actually made a payment, right? And, and, and you've collected that cash. That would be what we call it an order to cash process. And the same goes vice versa. Purchase to pay um, is also a very commonly analyzed process. So uh, the moment you order something, right, and you'll receive you know, goods, services, you'll receive an invoice, you'll have to pay that invoice, right? So uh, think of it as, as enterprise processes that span, you know, not just one system, but multiple systems. And what kind of insights are you giving to your customers about their processes? When you do a process mining activity, 
How often are you finding things in that process where it's just kind of obviously completely inefficient? And how often are you finding things that, that may be inefficient, but only because you're doing process mining, like a person looking at that process might not even have figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. I that happens very, very often. And, you know, it's, it's typically also the most insightful moment that, that, that we have um, is at the very beginning of, a, of the customer journey is when we first plug into a customer's uh, business systems, right? Because um, quite often it would be, I mean, sometimes there's a hunch, there's a gut feel, you know, things are, you know, KPIs are not where they, should, where they should be, right? But when it really goes into understanding why, you know, uh, finding the root causes for that, uh, that's where it gets difficult for organizations. So traditionally, how you would do it is, uh, you, you know, this process mapping exercise, you would get everyone in a room, um, uh, you know, try and understand where the process is going off um, uh, and, and, you know, try and, uh, and map out all the different variations of the process, right? And so the way, you know, process mining does it is um, that, you know, we, I mean, essentially extract knowledge. Well, the process mining extract the knowledge from all the data, the logs that are already available in the systems, right? And then visualize the business process. And the, and the insights mm -hmm. is they can range from many different things. I mean, it could be systematic things, right? So this is where you could automate more, right? Um, it could be initially, you know, this is where you have to improve on your master data. Uh, it could, you know, because master data issues lead to process inefficiencies down the road. Um, this is where you can optimize your payment term entire. So, the, you know, uh, because you're not using the best possible terms you have available. Um, uh, so, you know, there's a whole range of, of use cases that we see. Um, and that's why, you know, process mining is so exciting because it is applicable to any given business process, right? Yes. And so we're talking about the connection here to the wider world of the themes that we talk about on the show, which is AI and ML and RPA and the future of work. Um, there's obviously a semantic connection between robotic process automation and yeah. process mining. But tell me in your in your view how kind of what you're doing fits into this larger ecosystem of digital transformation. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very good question. I mean, I think process mining from you know, from my perspective sits at the core of ML, you know, RPA and similar technologies. And you know, I'll I'll explain why. The, the once the process data is in a process mining platform, right? We're going to help um, to identify patterns, um, you know, and alert teams, people, you know, whenever there's something that, you know, you need looking at and, or, you know, when action needs to be taken. So, you know, think of uh, real-time extraction, extraction of data once a customer order hits your, hits your system, right? Um, the data is extracted into the process mining platform and then this is where, let's say, ML comes into play, right? So ML could then help um, use that process data and predict or, or tell the customer service team that this is an order that is likely going to be shipped too late, right? And then, um, you, know, you know, alert that, you know, alert the team about that. And then, and this is where the next, uh, the next example that you mentioned, you know, RPA comes into play. You could then use RPA or other automation workflow technologies uh, to help take action against it, right? So, for example, to then prioritize that order that is likely going to be paid too late and is, let's say, for an important customer, right? So, you know, with the click of a button, you could make sure um, uh, that automation technologies will 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 help, um, you know, solve 
uh, or even prevent things from happening in the in the first place. Huh. And so, um, give me a sense of uh, the the wider universe of industries that are using this. We talked about the order to cash process, so retail and online uh, mm -hmm. selling is obviously a very big component here. But every company has data. Every company has processes. So, what are a few other examples, maybe from different industries? Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's it's, it's really interesting. We um, when we started and coming out of Germany, uh, there was a big focus on, on manufacturing. And so, let's let's take the example of you know of automotive manufacturers. So, um, I mean, I think the uh, one one company that everyone's familiar with is BMW. I mean, uh, so when BMW. Um, you know, started and you know they focused on the manufacturing of their cars, and by now, I mean today, they use Solonis across about, around about fifty business processes, right? And they look at um, not just at how they sell the cars, uh, you know, they look at how they assemble the cars, they look at you know how to optimize their paint shops, right? Um, and 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 all of the manufacturing process. So that's one very sort of interesting area. The other that sort of came over time. That I want to highlight, which sort of we did not really start out in, but has gotten sort of has grown over time, is financial services, right? Because um, you know that you know by today, you you could think of different you know whether it's insurance claims processing, whether it's opening of bank accounts, you know, there is um, a lot going on in financial services when it comes to um, improving uh, customer experience and 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 transforming the way. Um, those companies do business. So let's talk for a minute about the data that is powering all of this. You know, what can you give us a, a bit more detail about what kind of data that you actually need to be able to do what you do? What kind of data, what kind of shape does it actually need to be in at the companies where you're going to go in and apply process mining? Yeah, yeah, no, that's a very good question. The, um, you know, the, you know, the way process mining works is essentially with any business system or data. But, you know, let's go a level deeper there because, and essentially there's, I'd say there's three key ingredients for, for, for the data, right, to be process mining ready. I mean, what you need is, well, on one hand is uh, activities, right? So activities in a system like creating an order, uh, you know, creating a, a, a claim, whatever that would be, right? Um, updating those files. Um, sending out invoices. So you need activities in a, in a business system um, and, and reflected in your data. Uh, the second is unique identifiers. So what I mean by that is for every uh, order that's created, we need to you know, you know what's the number of that individual order, what's the number of that individual claim file. Uh, reason being is that's why you can then um, truly visualize every single variation yep. of this process and, and bring it all into the context of that one of, of sort of each order, right? So the unique identifier is the second one. Um, and, and the third is timestamps, right? So timestamps are important because uh, essentially process mining will visualize the process the way it is being executed, right? It's not modeled, it's not you know, uh, mapped in any way. It is really laying it out for you the way it is being executed. And for that, you need to know, I mean, the system needs to know um, when things happen, right? So. Um, and these are, you know, these three things are what, you know, typically any business system would keep track of, right? Uh, and then, of course, there's a, a lot of additional things that you can bring in in terms of business context, right? You can then connect that with, um, you know, information about vendors, about customers, um, you know, about materials that you're that you're processing, um, you know, all of them, bring all of that together 
to do a better root cause analysis, right? To understand, uh, you know, th this material is causing this issue in the process, etc. One can imagine at some point in the past that some amount of businesses were not ready for this because they didn't have this kind of data at their fingertips. Now, though, what what percentage roughly, I mean, of, of companies that you talk to, prospects, maybe that's not the right metric, but how many companies do you think are really not ready for this? Or are most businesses kind of up to speed on their data at this point? No, so I think by now what we're seeing is every business is is, is ready for process mining. Now, there is, there is some uh, differences, obviously, right? Uh, in in sort of the complexity of system landscape, right? I mean, there's uh, yeah. there's uh, customers that have moved to let's say a best of breed cloud solution approach. They have a little different sort of um, uh, uh, things that they want to be looking at than the customer with a legacy systems information trapped within those legacy systems, right? Um, and and so there's there is differences in sort of a sort of in I would say it's like a maturity curve that we see. But uh, there's no one outside of that maturity curve nowadays, right? I would say the, the examples I mentioned earlier, the financial services was, uh, was came came on uh, came along a little later, right? Um, and is maybe sort of a little lower than the maturity curve. But by now, um, really everyone is on that track to be able to do that. I'm imagining healthcare as another potential area for you to to look at. Is that something that's that's focused on by Salonis? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, there's a number of healthcare customers out there as well. Uh, using Solanas, and, and again in different areas. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, every every customer um, uh, buys and pay, pays, right, and sells and gets gets paid. So they look at those areas too. But then, mm -hmm. you know, you could think of use cases in drug development and and uh, and and you know, and logistical use cases as well, right? So that's that's right. highly relevant in, in, in that domain. So so yeah, absolutely. Or even, and I'm just spitballing here. I'm not saying that you're saying this, but even a patient moving through the system, right? That's a process yeah. where someone goes and checks in at the yeah. ER and eventually gets healthy, hopefully. So, um, so hospitals is another great example. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so are you Solonis, what, to, in what sense are you as Solonis using AI, ML, those kind of tools to do process mining? We talked about how process mining fits into the broader system of these things, but yeah. to what extent are you using that to do what you do? Yeah, no, I, it's, uh, let me explain the, the, the process mining, or let me, it's, it's like, a, it's, it's a cycle. Let's, let's walk through it briefly. I think that will, that will, uh, make it very tangible. So you extract, you know, with, with, with Salonis and our technology, you extract data out of, you know, multiple business systems and bring them together and bring that process data together into uh, the process mining uh, platform, right? Um, so then what are the next steps? So this is where the AI comes into play is, right, you know, we've uh, essentially um, codified, you know, what are certain uh, patterns to look out for? Tell, you know, uh, tell me as a business, um, this invoice, you know, is likely going to be paid too late. Uh, you know, this customer will be served too late, um, et cetera. So this is where uh, machine learning and AI really come into play uh, in, in identifying those patterns, ideally, you know, um, uh, in time in order to, to course correct, right? Um, and so we have introduced a you know, machine learning workbench uh, to, to apply machine learning to that process data. And then what we've also done is um, we've added a low-code development environment, right? So think of a developer studio, right? Uh, to build uh, applications that could then you know, make use of that data and give, let's say, your customer service agent, right? Or your, your, your accounts payable or receivable uh, specialist, um, a, a, a task list, right? An, an inbox, essentially, of these are the things that uh, I should be focusing on or doing uh, today, right? And then um, what we also did is, and this is sort of the, 
closing that circle, right? So now we have, you know, we have the data, uh, we have the intelligence, we have the, you know, the user interface to provide recommendations to 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 businesses, and then allowing those, um, uh, let's say, let's take the example of the agent, allowing the agent to take action, allowing business users to take action um, through automated workflows. So this is something that we also provide now. We acquired a company uh, called Integromat uh, around about two years ago uh, that focuses on specifically that sort of system to system uh, automation, right? So that's how we really then close the loop back to the back to the source system again. Yeah. Um, well, it's fascinating what you're working on here. Do you think? Do you think, uh, in terms of the future of work? that the kind of manager or the kind of employee who is making use of a system like this is going to need different skills than people who are, I mean, I, I suppose it's happening today. So presumably it's already happening today, but do you see a transition in terms of the skills that are needed for people to actually be able to use these systems where they are able with some degree of confidence to kind of say what they should be doing and what they should be fixing based on process mining? Yeah. So I think there's, there's two sides to that. I mean, one is, um, Obviously, you know, for 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 business users um, to be able to use a system like this, I mean, I'm I'm in product, right? At Solana, so for us, obviously, we 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 think about the users, we think about the jobs they need to get done. So for us, uh, uh, you know, we really focus on the ease of use there, on lowering barriers of entry for for those folks, right? And also providing training, providing best practices, uh, those kind of things. Now, at the same time, um, I, I I do think that uh, it makes sense. Um, to um, you know, for business users to go through those trainings, right? To 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 upskill in a sense of how can I leverage uh, data? How can I leverage intelligence? How can I leverage automation um, to to improve business processes, right? So um, there's there's the two sides, and I also think that a lot of work um, can be done in terms of how to also then set up a technology like this for success in, in an enterprise, right? I mean, think of uh, you know, you, you likely will need, I mean, the mo our most successful cons uh, customers uh, use or, or have set up a center of excellence, right, that will help drive process mining initiatives. Um, so, you know, it could be um, that folks will focus on working within a center of ex excellence uh, as, let's say, a business analyst, a process analyst, right? Um, it could be that, you know, you actually upskill to, to, you know, to how to work with data, how to visualize data in the right way. Um, those are all possibilities, and I think you know new possibilities um, that 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 you know lie ahead of us as well. So absolutely, yeah. Is there something uh, on the horizon that we as workers are going to be able to do, or we as managers are going to be able to do that's really significantly different from what we're doing now? Because what we're talking about is really a great steady improvement over time. I think uh, you know for a lot of what for a lot of what you're doing, for a lot of what most people in our industry is doing, it's about improving the things that are already happening and kind of making them better. But I'm, I guess I'm wondering from the perspective of somebody who could travel 10 years into the future and mm. go back to work, because I guess that's what they do if they had a time machine, would they feel significantly different about how work was going? Or would they look at that and say, okay, this kind of makes sense because it's it's been an evolution rather than a revolution? Yeah. Well, um, I think it's... I mean, on the one hand, it's significant improvements that we're going to see, um, and, and that—that's for sure, right? I mean, I think the other piece to it, though, is um, more and more things will be possible at scale uh, in, mm -hmm. in my opinion, right? The more people or more companies and organizations uh, onboard to, let's say, a a process mining system, I think we're going to see some some very exciting and innovative. 
um, uh, things from that, right? Because all of a sudden, you know, there's um, a there's network network effects that you can start thinking about, right? So yeah. we could, you know, we could not just show, you know, recommend how to improve, how to potentially automate a business process, but maybe even suggest, you know, entirely new ways of doing the process based on, you know, what what the peers in your industry are doing, right? So let's say you want to optimize, um, you know, the manufacturing uh, of your car, right? So then we, based on, and you want to optimize throughput, right? So based on that, uh, we can recommend, you know, seeing, you know, other processes and the results of those processes, right? Um, recommend a best way forward, an entirely new process for, for you, right? So I think, I think that's where we're going to see um, a significant shift as well, or, or sort of innovation. Um, and I think the, the, the other thing as well is the communication collaboration between organizations, right? Because essentially, uh, you know, one company's purchase to pay process, you know, is the other, uh, the other company's order to cash process as well, right? So I think that, mm-hmm. um, you know, optimizing your own processes is sort of, you know, this, this first step of improvement that we're going to see, but to truly optimize, um, um, for, multiple organizations across company sort of um, borders, right? I think that's going to be another very, very interesting area to, 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 to monitor. And it has implications for really starting a new business or a new division of the business, right? Where you would almost go process shopping, right? You'd go to this marketplace of optimized processes and best yeah. practices and not just be able to read about them in a white paper, but I don't know, click a few buttons and hopefully implement that optimized process for yourself. Ah, exactly, exactly. And based on, based on what you want to optimize for, right? So, I mean, I think that uh, it could be a bit different process if you're optimizing for, let's say, you know, reducing uh, inefficiencies versus, let's say, you, uh, your main goal is to improve your supplier relationships or your, um, you know, um, uh, customer experience, right? So I think that's where um, I, I, I like that idea of process shopping, right? I think it's uh, uh, definitely uh, something that we're going to see over the next uh, 10 years, as you mentioned. And, and I think what you're hinting at there is the continued role for the human mind in this extremely automated AI ML process mining driven world, right? It's the ones who are actually making the ultimate decisions of what we're trying to optimize for, the ones who are able to yeah. ask the questions and ultimately make the choices that drive this forward. No, absolutely. I think there's still, I think it's also about, you know, where this comes into play is the, the you know, connecting a company's strategy uh, and the execution. Right, and I think strategy, you will still need obviously folks to decide on what that strategy should be. You're absolutely right. No. Let me ask you a few lightning round questions, if I could, as we come uh, closer to the conclusion of our interview here, which I've really enjoyed and thank you so much. The um, Some questions that we kind of talk about with a number of guys who we just kind of think about internally at Infinia ML. One is this idea of offshoring versus onshoring and how kind of the um, increasingly automated nature of you know, digital transformation projects might make it more likely that projects come back from offshore and they come back onshore. And obviously all these things we're talking about are processes that you've either decided to put onshore or offshore for various reasons. So I'm curious to get your perspective on that. Uh, Do you think, where do you think the wind is blowing? Is it even fair to say that is blowing in any particular direction or is it just individualized for every company as far as what's increasingly making sense based on where the technology is going? I mean, I've seen both, honestly, from 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 a lot of customers. Um, you know, on the one hand, um, it's 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 using new technologies as an opportunity as well to to, to onshore again. At the same time, uh, you know, we 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 partner with let's say the you know the BPO providers out there in the world who then also want to use technology uh, technologies like this to provide you know better services uh, to their customers um, and having success with that too. So 
I think it's more um, it's 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 more about you know that you know, applying using technology. I mean, no one is going to be doing you know process mapping the very traditional way uh, in in a couple of years from now. I think that's sort of yeah. the most important point. But it's going to be applied across the board. Is there and is and look, you're a vendor, we're a vendor, so it's it's a, this is a safe space. But is there any situation where you would recommend somebody actually try and build this process mapping technology, um, you know, or you know, this kind of automation overall internally, or um, do you see it mostly as something that people should be uh, should be buying? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I I recommend choosing a best in class provider. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, I think if you think, I mean, even 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 a technology company like let's, let's take Uber as an example, they're 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 a customer of ours. I mean, they want to focus on building this, the the technology that they provide, right? It's not and, and not get distracted with building their own uh, process mining solution. So I I I think yeah, I'd probably always recommend. Uh, um, going with a, a best in class provider. However, so one thing I'll, I'll add to that is um, that we do see the need, uh, you, know, you know, or different needs across different customers and, and, and verticals as well. So that is actually the reason I, I mentioned earlier. We we now, you know, we provide the platform to build applications, right? Um, mm -hmm. So as to provide that flexibility and not be this one rigid system with one you know way of doing things. So, so that we've, we've sort of, uh, we've seen and responded to, but, you know, building everything from scratch is just something I, I would yeah. not recommend. Um, one more question for you relative to what InfiniML thinks about is uh, what happens when processes are kind of hidden or buried in unstructured text, unstructured documents, or what happens when a lot of the processes involves using unstructured text and documents? Um, not sure if this question is exactly relevant to what uh, we've been talking about, but I figured I might as well try it. Do you have any specific okay. thoughts on how that kind of plays in and, and where that's going? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's when you look at process mining the way I also described it earlier. I mean, we 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 connect with business systems, right? Looking at structured data within those business systems, uh, typically, right? Um, however, that being said, I mean, there's a couple of th uh, of ways we also work with unstructured text. I mean, um, one is we, we I mentioned the machine learning um, uh, workbench earlier that we introduced as part of the product, right? So that helps um, to make sense of, let's say, unstructured data. One example is um, free text purchase orders, right? So someone in your organization sort of writes out, you know, what what they want and why they need it, uh, and yeah. and wants to send that to procurement, right? So being able to extract um, from that, you know, what the materials are that we're actually ordering is something we do. But um, let me give you another example, or, or, or secondly, you know, so the one is machine learning uh, that, that we use. The, the second um, point I want to make is uh, the ecosystem. So, I mean, we're a very open platform. So we've had um, use cases and customers saying, hey, what we want is uh, to um, integrate this uh, with a provider that can extract data off of documents, for example, right? So that's where, I mean, you, we would then integrate with other technologies, right? Um, like maybe your own, right? And, and to then say, you know, let's let's get other sources of data into our system as well, not just from business systems. It makes a lot of sense. JP, you've been a terrific guest. I want to give you the final word. Any thoughts, sharing, comments, anything you'd like to say to folks before we close? No, I mean, I, I thank you so much for having me. I think this is, uh, you know, it was, it was really great um, and I really enjoyed it. I mean, the one thing I'd say is, we talked a lot about technology today. I think uh, uh, you definitely also want to go um, and, and look at the people side of things, right? I mean, uh, I, I look at our product uh, a lot, but 
you also need the right framework for setting this up in an enterprise. Right? Have a center of excellence in place. Think about goals and responsibilities. Right? Take people along. Define success metrics. Uh, you know, monitor progress and also celebrate achievements. I think those kind of things um, are also important when we're talking about technology in the enterprise world. Thank you. Well, so I think much. you've set us up there for a, uh, a successful second interview. Uh, if you're willing to come <laughs> on the show at some future point, JP Thompson of Salonis. Thank you so much for joining us today on Machine Meets World. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye bye. And thank you so much for watching and or listening. Please like, comment, rate, subscribe. Let the algorithms know you like the show. I'm James Kotecki, and that is what happens when Machine Meets World.